Hello and welcome to the Lisper Podcast. And you know me, I'm your host Tyrone. And um, today's episode is called Dangerous Dummies. And that's the episode I said I was going to make about um about the stuff that happens on the power driving job. And I know that it's not a part of regular entertainment, but these jobs sometimes are very entertaining. But um, before I get into that, I just want to say that um, I'm calling it Dangerous Dummies, but it's all in fun. And, you know, I don't mean to call nobody dummies. I'm just saying sometimes dumb shit happens. Sometimes funny shit happens on the job. And so I just named it Dangerous Dummies because we fuck around with each other. We call each other dumb or retarded or nitwits, whatever we do. But the truth is that power driving is actually a serious um, thing. It's actually a serious job. It's actually um, very uh, dangerous. It's actually heavy construction, and we we work with um, with torches and welding and fucking big um, machinery and big metal beams, and 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 we climb. And we do a lot of things that are very much so uh, life-threatening and very much so limb-threatening. So I don't take it lightly and I don't take fun, you know, make fun of us not being safe or not being responsible out there. And I don't make fun of us, um, you know, of people actually getting seriously hurt because you can't get seriously hurt. A lot of guys have been seriously hurt out there and a lot of guys have like lost their lives out there. So even though this is going to be a podcast to make a little bit of fun of some of the fun, funny things that have happened on the job, I just want to put that disclaimer out to let you know that we do take our job seriously and we do practice the safety that as best as we can. And we're not out there trying to get anybody hurt because it is a very dangerous, dangerous job. And, um, there are some people out there that you know you got to look out for, and we look out for each other, and we're a brotherhood, and we love each other. We make fun of each other, but that's only if no one gets hurt. If someone gets hurt, it's a serious situation, and, it, and, and that changes the whole aspect of it. And so I just want to put that out there first before I start telling you um, some of these things that have happened now. Before I get into that, I'm going to tell you this. I had no idea what a power driver was. And I'm pretty sure many of you don't have no idea what a power driver is. I'm not going to get into it. We put foundation in the ground. What we do is we build bridges, you know, overpasses and stuff like that for the highways, bridges, shit like that. We put foundation in the ground for big buildings and, and we drill holes. We do all kinds of stuff. It's a lot. And it's having this hard work, but I didn't know what it was. I was trying to get in the carpenter's local, and I couldn't get in the carpenter's local. And then this power driving uh, boss came to me, and he's like, "Hey, read this, uh, read this pamphlet, read this template. I mean, read this pamphlet." And he gave me a pamphlet. He said, "This is a pamphlet on power driving. Take it home and read it. And if you like it, give me a call back. I'll see if I can get you in." I ripped his number off that pamphlet, threw that thing in the trash. I didn't read it. I never looked at it. I didn't know what it was about. And I called him back like an hour later. I was like, yeah, I love it. I'll do that shit. You know what I mean? Like thinking like it's just construction. What the fuck? And then uh, I found out the hard way that maybe I should have read the shit first. You know what I'm saying? Because I got out here and it <laughs> I didn't know what power driving was. And I, I didn't play myself because now I love it. Now I enjoy it. Now it, it helps me provide for my family. But shit. I wish that I had read that pamphlet. Maybe I might have still called them carpenters back up or whatever. But okay, so that's that. Now, I'm not going to name the names of the people that's involved in these situations. If it's me, I can, I can tell you that it's my, 
like I can give you my point of view and say that this was me. I was on this job. I saw this. This is what I experienced at that time. But I'm not gonna put my brothers out there. Some of them might not want you to know some of the dumb shit they did, or 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 just because you don't need to know the people's names. You know what I mean? And and some of my power driver friends are gonna listen. And the people who know who they are, they gonna know who they are. And the people who know the stories, who heard the stories before, they gonna know who they are. So I'm not gonna use no names. I'm just gonna say, you know, this this happened with this guy, and and it was funny, or it was not funny, or it was whatever it was gonna be. So first of all, I'm going to say, okay, first story, I was working on a job, right? And I was working with this guy. And so we were working and we do a lot of work on the water. So we had these things called flow stages that we throw in the water, we drop down in the water. So this one guy was sent down with another guy to go hook the flow stage up um, while we was on the boat or the barge or whatever to take the flow stage up because we had to bring it out of the water. So when you go down together... You hook one side up and you hook the other side up, two guys, and then you signal they operate and you go up. So the one guy gets his side hooked up, signals the operator to go up, gets on a ladder and climbs out of uh off out of the water and back onto the barge and walks away. Meanwhile, the other guy never hooked his hook in, right? So the operator don't can't see him. So he <laughs> so he proceeds to pick the flow stage up. So now we're on the barge and we all looking and the flow stage is picked up. And since the one side is not hooked up, it's picking up straight. Instead of picking up as a platform, it's picking up vertically straight up and down, right? And we knew that there was another guy down there that was supposed to pick it up. So in our heads, we're all looking and we're like, yo, he's in the water. He's dead. Like, he's gone. Like, where's this guy at? And who? how does this happen? Meanwhile, the other guy that hooked up the flow stage is still, like, walking around like, like he didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> He's looking like, what's going on? Where's the guy at? And I'm like, it's obvious that the other side wasn't hooked up, right? So we don't know what's happening. We don't know what's going on. We don't know where the other power driver is. This kid, because he was young at the time, this young kid, this kid is crazy. I look up, and this kid is on the other side that was hooked up, and he's shimmying. Up, we have these things called chokers that are like lines that hook hook things to. He's shimmying up the line to tell him to bring it down. I'm like, that's amazing. So he realized that he wasn't hooked up and he couldn't get up. So he grabs the choker and pulls himself up. Like, you know how you do the rope climb in gym? That's how he um shimmied up the thing to get up there to want to tell the operator to get down. And I'm just like I, I don't know. I think that it's just the adrenaline or whatever it takes for you to not want to die. <laughs> but to see him shimmying up that thing and waving his hands and stuff, and I'm like, okay, this is about to be it. Like, when he gets up here, he's going to fuck this guy up or whatever. And he was just so cool. He just laughed about it. It was just like, you know, it's cool. Accidents happen or whatever. And I'm sitting in my head like, yo, if that was me, my man would have got fucked up. Like I would have been so fucking mad. And he was just he was just so cool about it. And and to this day, I've never I've worked a lot with this kid and, and um I've seen him around. And I've never seen him mad. <clears throat> it's like I don't know what you can do to make him mad, but I've never seen him mad. But I would have been furious. This and then um the same guy that hooked up the float stage on the guy was on the float stage with me. And um we were just we were just guiding it around. We we had to get on it and we had to guide it around to the other side of the barge. So me and him are on there and we're pushing the we're we're putting our hands on the barge and 
and sliding around, sliding around. So we can move the slow stage because we just they just wanted it move from one side to the other. They didn't want to, we was going to pick it up, but the operator couldn't see it, so we just decided that we were just going to shimmy it around. Well, this guy hits the um hits the corner to turn it around to go to the other side. And um, I guess he must have forgot I was on there or he must have didn't realize that when you turn a square thing on a corner of a building or a barge or whatever it is, that you got to push it out to give me enough room to turn the corner. He doesn't push it out. He just turns the corner and starts moving, right? So now I'm looking and I'm seeing that the flow stage is, I'm on the flow stage and I'm on the other edge of it. And I'm seeing that it's going into the corner. So all I see is the corner of the bar is me. I have no harness on, I have no rope, I have nothing. So in my head, I'm about to go into the water. So I tell this motherfucker, like, stop, stop, stop. And he's still going, stop, stop, stop. So I'm terrified. Because, um, you know, I'm black. I got on a life vest, but I'm black. I can't swim that good. I can swim a little, but I can't swim that good. And I don't trust this dude to even notice if I fall in the water. That's how much of a nitwit he was acting like. I'm like, if I fall in this water, he might just keep that float stage moving. Like, might even not even realize that I'm in the fucking water. So I don't know what to do. I'm scared. I'm scared for my life. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to go in this water. I'm about to go under this barge. I may die. And I'm so scared. And so I'm like, I'm not, I don't know what to do. So I put my hands up against the barge. I pressed my hands up against the corner as hard as I could. And actually, it actually stopped the floor stage right there. And this fool turns around and looks at me and says, what the fuck are you doing? And so I'm like, push it back. Push it back. And he's like, what? No, we got to go this way. And I'm like, dude, if you don't push this fucking thing back so that we can push it out so we can get around this corner so I won't go in this fucking water, I'm going to I'm gonna literally kick you into the water. Like, what the fuck are you doing? So he pushes it back. We get it around. And we get it to the other side, dude. And I'm smoking hot, like ready to kill him. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? This dude is so fucking stupid. Then I just start laughing. I just start laughing, laughing. I couldn't stop laughing because I was so I was so angry and so mad. I wanted to fuck him up, but I was just laughing. Like, how dumb are you? Like, even after I stopped the fucking thing and told him what was going on, showed him where I was at, like he could see me fucking um down there dying. And uh he um he can see me like on the edge. He, when he looked around, he saw me on the edge. I was literally half of my foot was literally off of that thing over the water. He could see that. And he still was like, what's going on? What are you doing? And I'm just like, yo, you know, like something's wrong with him. Like he's got mental problems. So I got to let that shit go. So I just laughed and laughed and laughed it off. Okay. This same guy, we, uh, we're getting ready to go to lunch. So we had to go to lunch. So there's a ladder there. We got to go to lunch. So, you know, it's the pipes and all this stuff. We're in like a refinery place. We got to go to lunch. So we all are getting ready to go to lunch. So it's like a bunch of us. So we get on the ladder. Boom, boom, boom. Go to lunch. Get on the ladder. Boom, boom, boom. Go to lunch. Get on the ladder. There's a lot of guys going up the ladder to get over the thing. He um gets mad. Like, come on, come on, I gotta go, I gotta go. So I'm on the ladder right before him. I get on the ladder and he's like, Come on, man, get up there, get up there, trying to rush me up the ladder. So I'm like, yo, dude, like, 
it's you're going to get to lunch. You're going to get your lunch time. Like, don't fucking worry about it. So what happens is he decides fuck the ladder. He's going to climb over wet fucking pipes and climb up wet pipes and go over pipes and 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 get out. Just and get out. How he going to get out? So. I'm looking at him, and I'm like, okay, player, like, go ahead, do what you gotta do, you know, you're in a rush, who cares, right? So he goes to climb over the fucking pipes, or whatever he was gonna climb over in there, his foot slips, and next thing I know, this motherfucker's in the the water. (laughs) He's in the water, he's in the river, splish splash, he was taking a bath, I mean. (laughs) So, he... Gets over to the ladder or whatever. He gets he gets himself together. He gets over to the pipes. He gets over to the ladder. He gets out. Everything's cool. He's soaking wet or whatever. So we get back to the trailer or whatever, how we got to do. He's soaking wet, like fully, like completely drenched. He's got to get his clothes off, change his clothes, go home or whatever. So first of all, that was just fucking stupid for him to even go into the water. It was so fucking dumb. But even after that, he, uh... He says like, oh, he, he he went home that day, of course. But the next day he was like, um, yeah, his back was hurting. Like his back hurt or whatever. So since his back hurt or whatever the case may be, they they had to do a little uh a little safety. He went into the water, so it was like a safety shutdown thing, and they had to do this little, you know, all their safety precautions. Why did he go into the water? What happened? All of that shit. So they talk to him. He co- they call him from home and they talk to him and they get his description of the incident, what happened, right? So he calls me and he's like, I mean, no. So they call me into the room and they're like, hey, um, we were talking to him and he said that you you were there when it happened. You know what happened. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I was there when it happened and um, blah, blah, blah. So they're like, so yeah, so we want to talk to you about what happened. So before they talk to me, I get a chance to call him. So I call him. And I'm like, yo, bro, what what happened with you falling, you know, going into the water? What did you tell him? Because I'm not going to tell him that the motherfucker, like, skipped the la- I don't know how hurt he is. So I'm like, I'm not about to tell these people that he that he decided not to get on the ladder, that he fucking skipped the ladder and, um, and fucking went over the pipes. So I don't know what to tell him. So I call him, and he's like, um... I don't give a fuck what you tell him. Tell him whatever you want. <laughs> so I'm like, bro, I can't tell him whatever I want because, like, I don't want to get you in trouble. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, just tell him whatever you want. So I go back in my interview and I'm like, look, um, we was all going up the ladder for lunch. I was the last one. And then he was going to be last behind me. And I started going up the ladder and then he came up behind me. And then he was on the ladder and he his foot slipped and he fell off the ladder. So I said he was on the ladder, so he wouldn't get in trouble. His foot slipped, he fell off the ladder. So the ladder was tied off, everything was properly safe, everything was safe, you know, everything was right, just was a freak little accident, foot slip, whatever. So these motherfuckers was like, yo, we gotta go out there to the site and react this shit. Now we got to react to shit. So now I'm out there with them, and we got to get on the ladder. So I'm like, okay, the ladder's right here. The ladder's tied off. It's still in the same spot. It's still tied off. Everything's still safe. Everything looks good. Then I'm like, so what happens? So I'm like, I just get on the ladder, and I'm like, I take like a couple of steps, and then I just like, and then right here, he just, whoop, went in. And I'm like, just like that? And I'm like, yeah, he just, whoop, 
went in. And they were just looking at me, but I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to say? What the fuck am I supposed to do? You know, he just went in. So I was fucked up by that. Then um, another thing that happened, so we had this, uh, so um, I was an apprentice, so I didn't know a lot of guys in the local, right? So I didn't know a lot of guys in the local, so I was, because I was just an apprentice. So they sent me over there to go work with this one guy. I never met him before. And they said, listen, go over there and work with him. You guys got to burn holes in the sheets and put these rubbers. We just had to, we basically had to put these rubber things on, these like big pieces of rubber on, and we just had to like bolt them to like a metal sheet. And we just had to do that all day. They needed like a bunch of them. So there's like just you and him all day, go work together, put these metal holes in, bolt them to the sheet. So I go over there and um. I go over there, I meet the guy, and I'm like, hey, I'm Tyrone. They sent me over there to help you. We got to bolt these things to the sheet. So we bolt them to the sheet all morning. Bolt them to the sheet, lunchtime, go to lunch. Then we bolt them to the sheet all day. Bolt them to the sheet, bolt them to the sheet. I mean, we're doing a bunch of these. We're working like I'm literally, literally like standing right next to this guy. Like it's him, it's me. I'm standing right next to him. And we work 10-hour days. So I stood right next to this guy, and we only had a half an hour lunch. 15 minute breaks or 45 minutes so for nine straight hours for nine hours i'm next to this guy and i'm bolting shit up and me and him are just bolting shit up and doing this thing for nine hours this man literally did not say not one fucking word to me nothing it was like we had got water I gave him a water. He took the water. I didn't hear thank you. He brought me a water. I said thank you. He didn't say shit. He just, we just worked. So, um, and he was an older white guy. He was older than me. He was white. So, I knew a couple of guys in the local that I had met previous to that job. So, I go up to him and I'm like, man, yo, I got to get away from, um, from Kenny. Well, I shouldn't say his name, but you don't know his last name, so whatever. So I'm telling these guys, like, yo, I got to get away from him. I got to get away from him. And they're like, why you got to get away from him? They're like, oh, he's one of the nicest guys we ever met. He's a very nice guy. He's cool. He um he goes to church and, and all of this stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, man, that motherfucker racist. And they're like, no, 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 he's not racist. He goes to church. He's got a family. He's a very, very nice guy. He's one of the best guys in the local, like one of the nicest guys in the local. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? I'm like, he's got to be racist because I worked in for nine straight hours and he didn't say shit to me. And they was just like, oh, this he don't talk. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, is he deaf? Like, is he deaf or, like, if he fucked up, something wrong with him, he can't talk? Like, is he a mute? And you're like, no, he's just a very quiet guy. And I'm like, nah, I always think he ain't say nothing to me at all, nothing. And they're like, well, that's him. He's just a quiet guy. So I was just like, oh, wow. Like, that was unbelievable to me. I just did, I did not understand that shit at all. So... I had to do fire watch, and when you do fire watch, that's all they want you to do. They just want you to stand there where the fire extinguisher next to you and make sure that nobody or no thing catches on fire. And so that's your job. And that's like your only job. So these guys was in a hole. They was um they was like twenty feet deep in a hole, and um 
and they was welding, and it was water down there, and the slope stayed down there, and they welding down there, and they got to get all of their equipment down into the fucking hole, like everything. So they got welding uh, shields, they got hammers, they got buckets of tools, they got all kinds of shit that they got to get in this hole, and it's like 20 feet deep. Now, I'm supposed to be fire watch, so I'm lowering down welding shit, I'm lowering down their buckets, I'm throwing them ropes, I'm doing everything I can to help these guys fucking get all they shit down into the hole so that they can um do their welding shit. So the boss comes up to well, he's not the boss, but the guy who was in charge of like, you know, the the company, the guy who they call the steward, that's the guy who the company goes to when there's any problems or any situations and they want to talk. So they go to that guy. So that guy comes to me and he's like, Tyrone, they gonna fire you. And I'm like, why the fuck am I gonna get fired? Like I'm not doing no job. I'm firewatch. I'm I'm fucking I ain't doing nothing wrong. And they're like, yo, you're supposed to be firewatch. They caught you working. They caught you helping these guys. So I said, listen, I can't fucking um, stand here all day and watch these guys have to come up and down these layers of 20 foot down, get all these tools, all these shit down there without um, without giving them no help. Like, that don't make no fucking sense. So they're like, yo, they're going to fire you because you... Um, you're not supposed to be working. So I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, well, then maybe y'all could just replace me and do an, and let me do another job, get another fire wash. So they got the guy that don't talk to do fire wash. That's the guy. Like, he don't talk. So I'm like, okay, he's the perfect guy to do fire wash because he don't talk anyway. And um, and so, and you know, he they, they thought he was the perfect guy. So they get him. So he goes to do Firewatch where we're at. And now I'm like the assistant guy now. I'm not Firewatch anymore. So I'm the guy that gets all the stuff ready, lowers all the stuff down, gets everything ready for those guys and helps them out. And, and do whatever I could do. Run around, get this, get that. Hook this up, hook that up. Turn on the welding machines, all that kind of shit. I'm doing all that kind of shit. And I'm watching and I'm working with them. And I looked down, and one of the kids that was actually in my apprenticeship class at the time, he's down there welding, and I see his life jacket is on fire. And I'm like, yo, this guy is on fire, right? So I go down there, I'm like, yo, your life jacket's on fire, and I help him, you know, get on fire. That guy that was hired to do fire watch was standing there, right up top, hands folded behind his back like like a like a military guy, just standing there like he was like at attention. And he never even knew. And this dude's life jacket was almost like completely burnt up. And I'm like, yo, you're on fire. And I go down there and I put him out. I help him get his life jacket off him and get put out. I'm like, you guys are going to fire me from Firewatch because I was helping these guys out, but you're not going to fire a guy who was Firewatch that actually, like, somebody was on fire. Like, he <laughs> the life jacket was smoking. It was black. It was, like, it was crazy. And he was welding, so he couldn't really, you know, the fumes from welding shit, from welding fucks with you, so you can't see. And then the fumes from the fucking, like, he didn't know he had his welding shield down, and the fumes already go up there, and we always smell like smoke, fire, burn, and shit. So he ain't know he was on fire. But I'm like, the actual fire watch dude just standing there. And you know what? Still nothing. No reaction on this guy. I'm just like, yo, my man was on fire. We just put him out. Everybody's like, oh, it was a fire, it was a fire, it was a fire. No reaction. It was just like, okay, cool. So fuck it. And then we had on these air monitors. Now, these air monitors are supposed to be for us to fucking, um, like, to fucking monitor the air to see if there's something down there or if there's anything wrong. Because we was working in, like, a refinery, so it's like, if there's anything wrong with the air, anything, the oxygen levels get bad or whatever, we got to shut down. So these monitors go to fuck off, like, 
they were going off like all the time. Like, and every time the monitors go off, we get like a fucking shutdown. We got to go. We got to come out, stop all the work, come out, go into the room, go into the hole. I mean, into the hole, go into the room or the trailer or whatever. And we got to wait till the, uh, the, the specialist people in their little suits go out and do they whatever the fuck they do and come back in and tell us, hey, it's clear. We can go back to work. Usually it's like a half an hour, 45 minutes. We'd be shut down until they come back and tell us to clear out. So we got these monitors on. Every time they go off, we got to go away. So um, one of the guys' monitor goes off. So now they're like, oh, that monitor might have went off because you were standing by the welder or whatever, but they still got to do the shutdown and come back. So they tell us, try to stay away from standing from the, by the weld exhaust. Try to stay away from any exhaust machines. Try to keep the monitor away from the welding and the torch and all that because some of that shit might set the monitor off. So we was doing that. So the one guy monitor goes off and he's like, oh, okay. um, We're going to... um." We got to shut down. He tells us the monitor goes off, so they shut us down. So in the meanwhile, we come back, and we get back to work, and he's talking to the foreman, and he's like, yeah, these monitors keep going off my monitor when they're going to shut down. So the foreman says to him, like, yeah, uh, my monitor goes off all the time, and I just, I just cut it off, and I don't say nothing. So... <laughs> So everybody stops, and we looking at this guy like, dude, like he's the boss, he's the foreman, right? And we looking at him like, yo, like what the fuck are you talking about? So apparently, I guess he he was like, yo, we gotta get this shit done. We don't have time to keep shutting down or whatever like that. So apparently, I guess he because it was a lot of games and different foremans on different side. I guess he was concerned with um with like looking good or being a good foreman or getting his work done like faster than everybody. I don't know what the fuck was his problem. But when he said that, you know, the one guy is a hothead a little bit. Nice guy. I love him. I like working with him, but he's a hothead. So when he said that, I, I looked right at my man like, because I know he's a hothead and I know he's a hothead. I looked right at him because we all were thinking the same thing. Like, um, this is something that, that could save our lives. This is something that's serious. Like, for real, for real, this was something that was serious. It's not a joke. Like, if it was the oxygen level was done, we, we could die down here, you know what I mean? Or or if it was some kind of chemical, in uh, something in the air that can affect us, you know, like, everything causes a car accident and everything causes cancer, everything causes to be fucked up. So we're supposed to check, even though most of the time it's nothing. Most of the time it was welding fumes to some dumb shit, but we still had to check. But for him to say that he cut his shit off and didn't tell nobody, this guy looked at him like he was going to murder him. Like, I saw him. His eyes got, they got red. They got flamed up. He went up to him. You are a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and I thought he was going to fuck him up. And this one guy's kind of big, kind of strong. And the foreman is so little. Like, this dude is a little man. He was a little man. So I thought he was going to get killed. I thought he was just, that was the end of his life. But it was so funny the way everybody, like the whole fucking gang just froze. Like, what? Like, look at him. Because we like those little breaks. They make, it was like so stupid because not only do the breaks give us breaks, but the breaks also make us more money. All Every time we got to sit in that room and wait for them and, and wait for them to come clear that job, we make more money. The longer it takes us to do the job, the more money we make. So we just was like, it was just astounding to us how he could fucking do that whole fucking shit. So <laughs> we was laughing about that. So the other thing, um, so we, so... <laughs> So the other thing was that they had to go on the outside 
of the of the uh, of the complex and weld and waders in the water during the uh, during the tide, low tide, and weld on the other side. So I don't know dock builder shit. I don't know what they talk about. You know what I mean? So they like make sure you tell them to watch out for the white water fish or the white the white river fish or something like that. And I'm like the white river fish or whatever like that. I don't know what the fuck they talking about. But they keep saying the white river fish tell them to make sure they watch out for them, tell me to watch out for them because I'm down in the water and I'm just like the assistant. And they like the white river fish or whatever is like watch out for them. So um. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. I'm going to watch out for him, watch out for him. I don't know what they're talking about. So then finally, right, I see we in the Delaware River. I see a condom floating by. <laughs> so my friend, like, watch out, there's a condom coming, like, right near you. So apparently condoms are the white water fish they was talking about for us to watch out for. It's like floating used condoms in the Delaware River. I did not know that. But when I actually saw that coming from my man, he was welding, and that shit just was floating, like, right up next to him. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, like, watch the fuck out. And then the other time, like, you have to warn them about swells because um, sometimes ships go by and they make waves. And the waves make, like, you know, they make, like, swells that come up. So the water will come up and it'll hit the wall and splash back or it'll hit or it'll make a wave in them. And it, that wave will, can pick you up and pick you up or make you come down. So. I had to watch out. I had to tell them, like, swells is coming. Every time I saw a ship come by or something, I had to tell them, like, watch out for the swells, watch out for the swells, watch out for the swells. So the one time, I'm I'm telling them, like, swells, 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 swells. And nobody's, like, seeming to listen. Nobody's not to hear. Nobody's acknowledging me. So I'm thinking they can't hear me. So I climb up to lean over the wall to tell them that the swells was coming. And soon as I lean over the fucking wall to tell them that the swells was coming, a, a fucking wave hits the wall. And splash that shit right into my face. And I'm leaning over to say swells. And I'm yelling swells. My mouth is wide open. So I got a good fucking taste <laughs> of the Delaware River. All of my face. It went all under my head. My face is dripping wet. Waters in my Delaware River in my mouth. Oh, my God. That was like the worst fucking shit ever. So, um. I was working this job at the Revel, and we was working on the beach behind uh, behind the Revel. We was doing work on this beach behind the Revel. So, you know, you can't park in Atlantic City. Like, you can't park on the street in Atlantic City because you got to pay the meters and the tolls. And we was there for like 10-hour days or whatever, so you can't park there. And you can't park in the parking lots because it costs too much money to park. So, in order to get on that job on the beach behind the Revel, we had to park in like this, this designated area that they have for us to park in. And then we got in a truck. And the truck would drive us down the beach to the job site. So basically, you had to be at the parking lot at a certain amount of time. Because if you missed that truck, you was going to have to walk down to the beach, down to Rebel. Now, sometimes the truck would come back, pick people up that was late. But most of the time, if you missed that truck ride down the beach, you was going to have to walk down the beach, down to the Rebel. It was like a mile. You know what I mean? So nobody wanted to take that walk. So everybody mostly like got to the job on time, got to the truck on time, got down there so we could get get it, get it to the job. So um, one day, we're all out there. We out there. We about to um get to the job. And we about to get on the truck. We got our lunchbox and stuff. We about to get on the truck. And one of the kids, the apprentice kids, is not there. So my foreman's like, where is this kid at? So he's like, we're going to wait a minute for him to get there or whatever. So we wait. 
So next thing you know, we start hearing all these fucking sirens and shit, right? So we like, what are all these sirens for? The cops is coming. What's going on? So we looking around to try to find out what's going on. Next thing you know, we look and we see this kid turn the corner. And he's coming in hot. Turns the corner and we're like, oh shit, there go the kid. And then we see the cops and we like, oh kid, get out the way, get out the way, because we don't think the cops is chasing him. We think the cops is like looking. Like trying to get somewhere. So we're like, kid, get out the way, get out the way, move your car, move your car, hurry up. So he pulls over, he goes to get out, and the cops are there. They pull over like with him. And they jump out and they got their guns drawn. And I'm like, oh shit, like they're actually after him. So then uh the foreman goes over and he's like, Hey, what the fuck? He's like, kid, what the fuck did you do? And the cop points his gun right at him. Says, get the fuck out of here before I shoot you. So I'm like, oh shit, like the cop is gonna shoot the foreman. So I'm like turning my head because I'm black, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm black. I'm like, I'm not getting involved in this shit. I don't know what this kid done did. I don't know. He, yo, the way they had the guns out, the way they was out there, and the way they was looking, like we thought this motherfucker done killed somebody. So we didn't know what he did. So we was like, what the hell did this kid do? So, um, we just got out the way, got out the way, just watched and waited, waited, waited. So finally, the cops put their guns away. They fucking get in their cars back. They talk to them. They go up to them, whatever. They talk to them. They do whatever they got to do. Finally, they put their guns away. And they get in their cars and they all leave. So we like, okay, what the fuck's going on? So we get the kid. We walk in. We talk to him. The foreman's like, what did you do? What happened? What happened? <laughs> Yo, this is so funny. This motherfucker, right? He was late running late for work. So he was speeding. So when the cops pulled him over to, when the cops came to try to pull him over to give him a speeding ticket, he didn't want to get pulled over because I guess he didn't want to be late for work. So he took off on the cops. So he took off on the cops and led two different county police officers on high-speed chase down Atlantic City so that he wouldn't be late for work, so that he wouldn't miss the truck ride down the beach. When all he simply had to do was text. He could have called me. He could have called me. He could have just texted anybody and just been like, hey, guys, I got pulled over. And that's a legit excuse for being late. And maybe they would have sent the truck back down to pick him up. I don't know. I don't know if he was just so lazy that he didn't want to walk that long walk or if he just didn't want to be late because he was an apprentice and it looked bad when you're late or what I don't know what <laughs> the fuck his problem was with the situation but he led the cops on a whole fucking hospitation and I think it was two it was either two or three different counties of cops <laughs> that was chasing him so <laughs> so he drove at least through two counties like speeding, like trying to get away from the cops. And I'm just like, dude, you you could have got shot. You could have got arrested, anything. And I'm glad that these cops was like, I guess they was like decent cops where they was like, or they like did, was bored and they just felt like it was fun or whatever because um, they didn't shoot him. They didn't like really try to stop him. They didn't really like, I don't think they really searched his car or nothing. He just probably told him like, I, was, I didn't want to be late for work. And they probably just thought that that, they probably thought too, like this motherfucker's crazy. They probably laughed it off and let him go. I don't remember if he got no tickets or nothing, but yo, that shit was so funny. This same kid in that same parking lot, we was walking. And we was on our way to <laughs> we was on our way to go get in the car, um, get on the truck to go get ride to the job. So it was this rock sitting there. Now it just looked like a rock. 
it just looked like a big, nice little rock just sitting there. I mean, we was walking by it, and he goes to kick it. I guess he wanted to kick rocks. I guess I don't know, but he goes to kick it, and it's actually not just like a big size rock. It's actually like a big boulder, or so it was stuck in the ground. So it was something that was protruding out the ground where we thought it was just a rock sitting on top. So he goes to kick it, and it was something that protrudes off the ground. So he kicks it, and it don't move, and it fucks him up. So he goes down hard, right? But the funny part is his lunchbox hits the ground, and I'm telling you, it looked like a bomb <laughs> went off. His lid fell off, the lunchbox, everything. It just like, yo, his lunchbox literally fucking exploded. And it was so funny because it was like... All he was doing was, like, kicking this fucking rock. And next thing you know, it's like, I see him go down. I see his lunchbox explode. And, and it, like, everybody was just like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is wrong with this kid? But it was just like, <laughs> so, so we was just, like, cracking the fuck up. But, you know, you laugh because nobody, you know, he didn't hurt. You know, he would have bust his head open or something. Would have been a different situation. But we was just laughing. That shit was so fucking funny. <clears throat> Another thing happened. Uh, we was, um. We had this generator, and the generator we was using to pump water. So we would hook the generator up, throw it into the ocean, pump water, because they had this bright idea to dig out a piece of the land because we needed water for the job we was doing. So we was doing this thing called jet piloting. It's where you push water in on top of the power to get them into the water. I mean, to get them into the ground, into the sand and shit. So we was using this generator to pump the with a hose on it to pump water from one side to the other. It's like a pump. Well, it's not a generator, but it's a pump. It's got a generator. So the one morning we come in, and the generator is like in the sand. We can't see it. It's in the sand, and it's water there, and it's everything there. And so we like, yo, we got to get this generator because we got to move it. So we were going to try to hook it up to the First, we tried to move it by hand because it was small. So we usually just pick it up and move it by hand where we go. So me and so the foreman told me and him to move it. So me and the kid go over there. We go to move the generator. This generator stuck. We can't pull the hose. We can't pull the top out. We can't get it out of the out of the situation. It's stuck, and there's water all around it. So, um, <clears throat> I tell the kid, I'm like, hold up. I'm gonna just signal the rig. We're gonna get some rig, and we're gonna hook it up. We're gonna pull it out with the rig. He goes, no, no, no. It's just, it's just stuck. We can get it out. So we pull it on, and we can't get it out. So this kid's like, I'll get it. And he goes, and he jumps down into the hole. With the generator was sucking to go like I guess help push it up or to pull it up from the bottom of the hole. Well, it looked like a little hole and it looked like a little bit of water and it looked like a little bit of sand or whatever. But actually, the hole was like I guess like four feet deep because we couldn't see. We only could see the top of the generator in the hole. So the hole was like four feet deep. So this kid jumps in and he's like in four foot of water. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me, and he's got this shocked face on because he didn't know he was jumping in the four feet of water. And I say to him, I'm like, yo, like, you fucked up. You jumped in all that water. And I'm like, and he's looking at me crazy, and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yo, my balls. My balls are so cold. <laughs> it's like, yo. Like, but that was crazy because that could have been 10 feet of water. Like, you don't know how deep. You couldn't tell how deep it was because it was water on top of sand. So he could have actually went 10 feet down. Like, we, <laughs> he could have disappeared in that water. And he's already short. So going into that fourth foot of water and he just, yo, he was so fucking salty about that. Uh, the other thing happened, we was, um, we was on that same job. And um, 
we were putting wood piles into the ground. So we had a jet them in. So we had this thing called a jet where you put it on top of the pile, you turn the water on, and the water shoots down and shoots into the ground, and it helps you push the pile into the sand. It like the water spreads the sand out so the pile can go in there. So my job was we had to get the piles in, and we had to turn them so that they were straight, and then we had to put them inside of the um, get the jet on top of them. So um, I'm turning this pile by hand. We usually had this thing called PV where you could hook onto the pile and turn it, but but it, it wasn't that hard for me to spin them around. So I would just grab them, spin them around by hand with all my strength, and, and hold it there for a second so they got it strapped up and they got the jet one in. It wasn't that hard, but um, this one particular pile, I get it, and I got it gripped up, and I um, and I turn it around, and I get it onto the pile, and I got it under the jet, right? But nobody, but we wasn't ready because it wasn't strapped on yet. Well, there was an older pile driver who was in charge of the water. He turned the water on. He turned the water off. He was over there, and usually he waits for the signal, turn the water on, turn the water on. Now, I'm jetting, turning the power around, and I got it under the jet. I don't know if anybody gave him the signal. I don't know if anybody didn't give him the signal. I don't know what the fuck's going on, because I'm just doing my job. I got the power turned around. I got it in the jet. I'm waiting for them to strap it up. Next thing I know, the water comes on. So when the water comes on, I'm like, oh, shit, water comes on. So now I'm holding on to the power. The water comes on, so it's shooting down over my head. So I'm about to, so I'm starting to get wet. So I was going to let the power go. So my, so I'm like, I'm gonna let the power go, and um, and get out from under the water. Like, what the fuck's going on? I go to let the power go, and in a split second before I go to let the power go, for some reason the jet's on top of it, so it starts pushing the power into the sand. So the power's going down, and then because the water was on and the power wasn't set right, it starts fucking bobbing. <laughs> in, the, in the water so the pile shoots up about it bobs about 20 to 30 feet and I'm I'm like on it so I just wrap my legs around it now I'm bobbing up and down <laughs> on this wooden pile and I'm like scared because it's bobbing up there and I'm like if this pile leans over I don't know what I'm going to do I'm just going to have to go down so I'm holding on to this pile bobbing up and down because I can't jump off because I'm like 20-30 feet in the air I don't know where I'm going to land at I'm bobbing on this pile and the foreman comes on he's like oh, just hold on kid just hold on <laughs> hold on I'm like, okay, I'm going to just hold on. So they cut the water off, and the power comes down, and it slows down. I'm able to get my feet on the ground and put my feet under there. But, yo, I was just like, just hold on, kid. Just hold on. I'm like, what the fuck you think I'm going to do? You think I'm going to let go? I'm not about to let go of this power and go down. So that was funny. Um, So the foreman... Well, not the foreman, the superintendent, the guy who's like the big boss. He's like over the foreman. He's the guy that tells us what to do. He's in charge of the hiring, firing. He's in charge of everything. He um, comes out there to watch us work one day, and uh, and he starts getting pissed because like he's like getting mad at what like we're not getting enough production, and he's trying to watch us work, and we're doing our work. You know what I mean? We're working as hard as we can. We're doing our work, but sometimes you don't understand how hard it is to uh, get these jobs done. But we're doing our work. We're doing our work. We're doing our work. <laughs> so we keep trying to do our work. And what happens is he's watching us, and he's not liking what he's seeing. He's, like, seeing little mistakes that we're making, little things that's happening that is delaying some of the work progress. So he starts getting mad. 
So he starts to like berating the foreman, berating the foreman, berating the foreman, berating us. He starts yelling at us. And the funny thing is, like, we're sitting there and we're trying our best to do the work. And then he starts saying that I'm going to start firing people. If this, this doesn't get done and I don't see no better improvement tomorrow, the people are going to get fired around here. And the funny thing is, his son is a power driver, and his son was actually on that job working with us. And you know what he says? And I'm starting with you, right to his kid. <laughs> and we were like, what? Because we're thinking that I here, like, damn, we're going to get fired. Because I'm looking at the other apprentice. It's me, it's the other apprentice kid, and then it's his son. So when he says, I'm about to fire some people around here, people are going to get fired. But me and the other apprentice are looking at each other because we're thinking, like, you know, like, I'm going to get fired you gonna get fired like he's not gonna fire his son like the other one is his son so when he said he was about to fire people we thinking like we're getting fired and then he he looks right at his son he's like and i'm gonna start with jim <laughs> so me and the other kids start laughing because it's so funny it's like how the fuck you're gonna fire his son and whatever so then we I, we had to sit down with him at lunchtime we're like yo like you that's unbelievable your dad said he's gonna start with you he's like that's just how he is that's just how he worked, you know, that's just how he is, you know, whatever. He didn't think nothing of it, but I was, you know, it was so shocking that he was like, um, and I'm starting with you. So <laughs> that was funny. Then we had these, um, we were making up these sheets and usually we put sheets in the ground. Usually we use metal sheets and we, um, and we put a hammer on top of these metal sheets and we drive them down into the ground. But on this job, we had to use wooden sheets and we had to get them in between these pillars and we had to jet them down just like like we was jetting the piles down with the water we had to like jet well we didn't really have to jet them down we just had to like get them in place it was like it was like a lego system almost you make the wooden sheets you put them in and you just like drive them down into in between the pillars so we were doing that and we were putting these wooden sheets down and we had this one guy and he was standing on top of the wooden sheets in between the pillars, helping us, like, set the next one, guide it down, guide it down. So we were setting them, and we were jetting them in, jetting, like, jetting them in, guiding them down, getting them in however we fucking could get them in. And he's standing on one, and we get them in. And the next thing you know, I see him bounce up into the air and come back down and bounce up. Like he bounced up like twice into the air and came back down. Now, first I didn't know what was going on and nobody didn't really notice what was going on. But what had happened was one of the boards that was making up the wooden piles had broke loose and it shot up <laughs> and it shot up out of the ground and it shot up in between my man's legs and <laughs> right in the ball. <laughs> Like lift him up off the ground and hit him right in the balls, uh, and picked like literally hit him in the balls and picked him up like three feet off the ground. Like it was so funny. Like he was <laughs> and he was an older power driver guy. He was a real fucking character too. Like this guy was real funny. Older guy, the way he talked was funny. He was just this real cool dude. And it hits him in the balls and he's like, ah, and he's screaming. <laughs> And he's looking crazy. So finally, we get over to him, and we get the uh, the sheet down. We get the towel fixed or whatever. We get it down. So then um, <laughs> I'm talking to him, and I'm like, you know, are you... <laughs> Are your balls okay? Like, are you cool? Because I'm thinking, like, you know, this is an older guy. Like, I'm thinking his balls is fucked up. Like, he might be in some real trouble because that thing hit him hard in the nuts, lift him up off the ground. 
So I'm asking, like, are you okay? Are you cool? Like, for real, for real. We was cracking the fuck up. Like, but at the end of the day, like I said, people do get hurt sometimes. So we sitting here and we're asking, I'm like, yo, are you okay? Are you cool or whatever? Like, whatever the case may be. And he's like, yeah, I'm good. And I said, okay. He said, you know why? And I'm like, no, why? And he goes, because. When the, when the board shot up, there was a nail in it, and the nail stuck jammed in my thigh. So when the nail jammed in my thigh, it didn't get the full impact <laughs> into my ball. <laughs> so he's like, it didn't really hit him in the ball. He talked about the, it came up, and the nail jammed and got caught into his thigh. And he said, like, he got lifted up by the nail in his thigh. So the board was like inches away from his balls. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, okay, so you're not fucked up because you didn't get hit in the balls, but a nail in the board jammed into your thigh and lifted you up off the ground. Like, that's fucked up. He just was laughing, but yo, it was so funny when that thing shot up and hit him in the fucking balls. Uh, the other thing, so we're working and we're out in the surf. We're like out in the surf, like, like literally in the water. But so we have waders on. Waders are things that the fishermen use to walk inside the water. It comes up to like your chest. So we're literally in the water. We got waders on, and we're using this thing called a vibro hammer to put um, pin pals into the water. So we're on the vibro hammer, and we're putting pin pals into the water. And next thing you know. I look up and I see the hammer like going out into the ocean. And I'm like, why is the fucking operator swinging that hammer out into the ocean? Next thing I know, the hoses come by and the hoses sweep by and they knock all of us out. Like all of us go down. The hoses hit all of us. We all go down. We're in the surf. We're falling over. We're all in the water. Hard hats are flying. Everybody's down. Everybody's wet. There's a situation. The hoses, you know, there's a situation. So what had happened was um, we had our rig, our, our, our rig, our crane was set up on this, on this, like the crane was set up where there was a drop off in front of it and it was um, on the scene and it had a roll plate in front and there was a drop off in front of it. So apparently the sand started giving out from under the crane and the crane started tilting. So because the crane started tilting and the hammer was over top of our heads, the operator swung the hammer out over the water so that just in case the crane fell, the the, the boom from the crane and the hammer and all that stuff wouldn't fall on top of us and kill us. So the operator really was a hero at that time. And the situation wasn't funny because um we could have died. Like, if that crane had tipped over, he definitely would have died. And, and if that crane had tipped over, uh, all that, uh, the hammer and everything was on top of our heads, right in the water. So it would have came down on top of us and we would have died. So he swung the, the hammer out over the water to get everything. He just swung everything around to make sure that nothing was over top of us in case that crane fell. So actually, he was a hero because he was willing to stay in that crane and sacrifice his life. To save us, like if that crane was tipping, that crane was tipping over, and he didn't jump out and leave it. He he made sure that he swung everything out of our way, so that nothing would kill us before he actually got out of the crane. And so he's a hero for that. And that's not the funny part. The funny part is that I saw one of our older dock builders down there, and I saw him when he got hit. With the hoses, we had this pillar up and we had piles there on the ground. And I saw him go 
I saw him hit, and he was flying and like head first towards one of the pillars on the ground. So after we all got up, we couldn't see him. So I'm like, I don't know. I think he hit his head on that pillar. I think he hit his head on that pillar. And um, and I didn't know. So I got up, and my first thought when I got up was to find him because I saw him. He was older. I saw him hit his head. I saw him going towards that pillar, and I thought that that's what happened. I thought he went under there, and I thought he might have hit his head on that pillar, and he might be in the water drowning or whatever. So I get up, and I go over to the area where he was, right? I lied to you not. I say, are you okay? Are you okay? I see an arm shoot out. I, I don't see him, but I see an arm out of the water. And I'm like, that's his arm. So I go to grab him and pull him up. I get him up. He's out of the water. His arm is out of the water. I said, are you okay? And the first thing he says to me, I didn't lose my cigarette. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, I didn't lose my cigarette. And I look up and his arm is out of the water. He's got the cigarette in his hand, still fucking lit. Still <laughs> lit. Like when he went down, uh, he was he went down, we got hit. And in that split second, he thought to keep his arm up. So his arm was only sticking out of the water so that he could not get his cigarette wet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I found that. I could not believe it. Like, this man, we just got hit. We all fucked up. And this man was so conscious enough that he wanted to save his fucking cigarette. Like, that was the last cigarette on earth. And I'm literally telling you, his arm was sticking up. That's how I found him, because his arm was sticking up out the water with a lit cigarette still in between his fingers. And when I found him, I'm like, are you hurt? Are you okay? Did you hit your head on that pillar? And he says, no. And I didn't lose my cigarette. I didn't lose my cigarette. And I was just like, that shit was unbelievable, right? The other part that was unbelievable, after we get together, we see the crane tipped over and the, 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 the operator in the crane literally has his feet pressed on the windshield of the crane, holding it up so he can get out. So in my first thought, it's like, um, you know, this man could die. Like he could have died. Like if that crane would have fell over, he could have died and he risked his life to save ours. And I was commending him and all this and all that. And he got out the crane. He was safe and he didn't die. The crane didn't tip over all that. Hard. So we're having a conversation. And throughout this job, there were times where we had to wait for the crane because he had to go to the bathroom. And I, at one point in time, was like, yo, this guy's going to the bathroom a lot. He's going to the bathroom a lot, and he's holding us up a lot because he got to go to the bathroom. And my foreman proceeded to tell me that he has that that he has Crohn's disease, and they know he has Crohn's disease. So when he's got to go to the bathroom, we just got to wait and let him go. It's not a problem. So I'm like, oh, he has Crohn's disease. So they say he has Crohn's disease, and I don't know what Crohn's disease is, but apparently, according to my foreman, to my foreman, it's like you can't control like your bowels or something. So when he's got a shit, he's got a shit. So he has Crohn's disease. So with so we already have this knowledge, right? So um, <laughs> so when he tips, so when the rig tips over, he does all that shit and he knocks us all in the water. I mean, I we all decide like that's the end of the day. We're gonna just get the crane back out. We just gonna go home. We're gonna take it end of the day. We're gonna let him go home. We just gonna end the day with that, right? So it's not funny, but it's funny because we, we talking to my host, talking to, um, not the host, we talking to, we all in the thing, we talking about what happened, and we like, damn, man, John really, you know, the operator really tried to, uh, he really did a good job, he really saved our lives, whatever, like that, 
the woman, for some reason, I don't know why he thought about it, but he says, I guarantee you one thing, I guarantee you he shit himself for sure, for sure today. And I'm like, that's fucked up because he's got Crohn's disease and everything. He goes, yeah, I guarantee he shit himself today. And I'm just like, oh, my God. But, I mean, because he was scared and he saved a lot. So, I mean, it, it was a strong possibility. But that shit was funny. Like, I guarantee he shit himself today. And I'm just like, oh, my God. The other thing, um, so we were working with this guy. Oh, we this, this guy. And then um, we were working with him, and he's the foreman, and he don't, he he never really, he like works, like he nonstop get it, steady getting it, steady getting it, and he never really kind of like tells us what to do or what we're doing. He just kind of like, it's like this is what we got to do, and then he just goes, starts doing it, starts getting it, and he don't give a fuck if we help him or if we don't. He just, I don't know, he just um, he's just like a steady, steady flow, steady worker. So we're working with him, and we're um. We're uh, working out in the surf, and he's like drilling these holes, and the surf starts coming up, the tide starts coming in, and the tide starts going, and he's working, and the water's up to his neck, and he's drilling the holes, and me and the other uh, young kid are like, yo, we got to get out of here. So I look back, and the young kid is under the wheeler, fucking swimming around under the wheeler, and I said, dude, you just filled your waders up. He's like, I don't care. We're already wet, blah, blah, blah. Blah blah blah. He's drinking. He's got water in his mouth. He's doing all kinds of dumb shit. And I'm just looking at him laughing. Blah blah blah. But then I realized that the water done got into my waders too. So now the water done came over top of my chest, and now it's inside of my waders. So now we're soaking wet, and I'm trying to get this guy out of the water. I'm like, come on, Steve, we gotta go. You know, we gotta get out of here. And he's like, still drilling, still drilling, still drilling. I'm gonna get this last hole. I'm gonna get this last hole. So I'm like, we're getting the fuck out of here. So me and the other kid try to get out, and he's fat. He's already kind of chubby. He's got on big waders, and he's fat. And I'm not fat, but I'm like, okay, we got to get out of the water. And I, what neither one of us realized was that our waders were full of water. We can't get out. <laughs> so we're both stuck in the water trying to get out with these waders full of water. We can't even walk, right? So I'm looking at this kid, and this kid looks at me, and he goes like, yo, we're going to die, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, yo, we're going to die. And I'm like, yo, kid, we ain't going to die. Like, <laughs> we're in the surf. Like, we can get it. Like, but we really couldn't move, though. It was kind of scary because we really couldn't move, and the water was coming up. So we had this wet, this beam. And here it's called a whaler, but we had the beam in the water. So we had to like pick ourselves up and jump onto the beam and literally like lean over to dump <laughs> the water, like squeeze our bellies and get the water to dump out of our waders so we can get out of it. But he was looking at me. He's like, we're going to die, dude. And I'm like, looking at him like we ain't dying but it was funny because he was laughing i was laughing too but it did seem like we was going to die like we was in trouble like we couldn't we could not get out and we had to lean over that beam and dump the waders out to get out of there and it was so funny and then uh we were sitting on there we were sitting here eating lunch one time and, um and i had a little bit of sand on my hand so it'd be smart i put my sand on i put my hand on him and i like brushed some of my sand off on his uh on his work shirt so he didn't like that. I don't know if he really didn't like it, if he seriously didn't like it, or if he seriously was mad or not. I don't know. But all I know is he turned around and slaps my sandwich, right? <laughs> now, he didn't knock it on my hand. He just, like, patted it with his hand. So I'm like, what the fuck? Well, here it is. This fool done put his glove on and patted it with his glove hand. I was saying, 
sanded my sandwich completely up. So we like, okay, fuck it. You sanded my sandwich up. I'm not going to eat it. So I'm like, I can't eat the sandwich. It's completely covered in sand. So I throw it. Not remembering that we are on Atlantic City's beach. So I throw the sandwich like right down by next to us. Next thing you know, all these seagulls just come down and just like come down and try to get the sandwich. And they all over the place. And my foreman is like, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you put food down there? He is like fuming mad because <laughs> the seagulls are down there. And I didn't realize. I forgot all about it because he sent him a sandwich. But the seagulls are all over us. Like we had to like literally we had to like run. To get to get in the box and get away from them motherfuckers, yo. My foreman was so the foreman was so fucking mad, yo. He was like he like turned into the devil. <laughs> so now I think this is gonna be a good time for me to take my commercial break, and um, I'll finish when I come back. So I'll see you on the other side. Okay, so welcome back. So now at the same Rebel job, they they had to build another building to to incorporate all of the electrical stuff and water pipe stuff that was in there on that job. So I had to go over there and work on that job too. And I'm working there. We was doing these things called mini piles. So we're doing these things called mini piles, and you gotta pretty much you gotta hump this steel on top of these things, and they drill into the ground. I can't really describe, but you know, if you're a power driver, you know what it is. If you're not, yo, it's just a lot of steel that goes into the ground. They screw on, and they go into the ground steel parts. So I'm picking these things up all day. Boom, I'm picking them up, and I'm carrying them, and I gotta screw them on, so I'm picking them up, like, I'm wrapping my hands around them and picking them up by hand, using all my strength to drop them on top, screw them on, screw them on, screw them on. So I'm doing this shit all day long, right? So I'm doing it all day long, all day long, screwing them on. I don't have no problem with it. It's hard work. It's husky. But I'm just humping. I'm humping. I'm humping. And I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing. So then there was this one instance where I wasn't in position to get the power, to get the the, the, the steel to put onto the power. I wasn't in position because I had to go do something else. I was moving hoses around and I was doing some other things. So I wasn't in position to do it. So I don't get in position to do it. So the foreman, the guy who I was working with, who was the foreman for this uh, com- for the company, he um he had to do it. So when I'm looking over there and I see him do it, he has the guy bring the forklift or the steel over, just like he brought it over for me. And he has the guy pick it up to his shoulder level, and then he slides it out, puts it on his shoulder, and leans over, and that thing drops right into the spot where it's got to be. And then he does it again, just slides it out, leans over, and it drops right into the spot it's got to be. So he's got the forklift holding it up right at his shoulder length, and all he does is slide it over his shoulder, lean over, boom, it's in here, bam. Slide it over his shoulder, lean over, boom, it's in here, bam. So I'm mad as shit. So I'm like, what? What the fuck is he talking? What? Like, like all this stuff? Cause I'm an apprentice. I didn't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I didn't. I, I was an apprentice. I didn't know. I hadn't done a lot of like mini power work at the time, so I didn't know how to fucking do it. I thought that that's what the job, what it was. Fucking hump, 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 hump. So I'm like, um. So I'm mad. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So I go over to this motherfucker and I'm like, yo, listen, bro, why you didn't tell me to fucking do the blah, blah, blah? You knew that, why you ain't telling me to do it that way? First, he's like, oh no, I thought you wanted to hop. I thought that that's the way you wanted to do it. I'm like, oh, why the fuck would I want to do all that extra work when I could have did it easy like this, right? So I'm mad at him again. But then finally I said, plus, I didn't know that. He's like, oh, I didn't know you didn't know that. And he said, but don't worry about it, apprentice. It makes a man out of you. 
Well, you don't have to make no man out of me. Like I'm 30 years, I'm over 30 years old right now. I'm if I wasn't gonna be a man by now, I ain't gonna be a man. I'm already made. Like the job ain't to make no motherfucking man out of me. <laughs> the job is to get the job done. Like I was so mad. I can't believe he let me hump that all of that time, and it, and it, all I had to do was just like lean my shoulder into it. So I was mad about that, but that wasn't the funny part. The funny part was like we made a mess. We had leaked some oil and we had got some dirt inside of the parking lot that was like adjacent to the job we was working. And so the people came out and they was like, um, they came over to us and they was like, um, we gotta clean up these uh this situation. We gotta do something about this dirt. So they wanted me to get the kitty litter stuff and put it over there on the oil and come over there and sweep and do all the stuff to get the dirt up. Well, my foreman was mad about it. He was like, I don't have time for this kid to be over there cleaning up, blah, blah, blah. We got to get these mini pounds done. We got to just work done, whatever. But they was adamant that they wanted us to go over there and clean this shit up. So all of these black people is out there, you know, and they out there in the parking lot and they talking, they partying, whatever. They not they not involving us. They just doing like they having a little barbecue or something. They out there, they partying, music blasting, whatever. And that's when I gotta go over there and clean up. So I'm over there sweeping and cleaning up. And he's like, he comes back over and he's like, kid, you gotta hurry up. I don't have time for you to be over here doing this. And I'm like, well, we gotta do it. The company said they want us to clean it up. The people said they want this cleaned up, blah, blah, blah. And this guy who's not black, um, and why they were all partying and all of this proceeds to say, I don't give a fuck. Just the projects. It's dirty anyway. <laughs> and the party stops. Like the party stops. Like, you know, I want a movie. You know how when you want movies and somebody say something wrong and the DJ skips and stop the record off. That's exactly how it felt to me. Like the party stopped. They heard him say that shit. This the project is dirty anyway. The party stopped. Stops. Everybody's just looking, and I'm just like, dude. I'm just like, yo. So he goes and walks away, and they looking at me, and now I'm sweeping and like trying to clean this mess up, and I'm looking at them, and I'm just like, I didn't say it. Like I did not say it. I had nothing to do with it, and they just, and the whole time I'm just like, now I do gotta hurry up because I gotta get the fuck. Like we gotta get the fuck out of here. They was looking at me, and they was looking at him, and they were so fucking mad. It was the project though. It was crazy that. You know, like Atlantic City, you think of glamour and all that, but behind there, it's, Atlantic City is not really that nice. It's not really that nice. And it was the projects. And then um, <clears throat> we was working on Rebel Beach or whatever, and then we got in trouble. Like, they came down here, and they was, like, going to shut us down for a couple of days or something because the cats. Apparently, this lady was feeding a bunch of stray cats. Like, she had an area underneath the boardwalk where she fed a bunch of stray cats. Because we used to always see these cats. I'm like, where the fuck is these cats coming from? Get these cats out of here. Like, it was cats always around. We didn't know why. And then we found out that this lady was feeding stray cats underneath the boardwalk. And they was really, they told us we had to wait until they found another spot to put these cats. Like, they really was going to shut us down. Because the lady complained about us disturbing the area where she was feeding these fucking um stray cats. I just couldn't believe it. I was cracking up. I couldn't believe that. And then we had to work in this one job in Camden. And um, so we go to work this one job in Camden. And the funniest part about the job was the first day we get the fucking uh safety um 
meet. Now, most jobs, they all have safety meetings where they come in here and they tell you all their safety rules and all the OSHA rules and all the shit like that. <clears throat> and so we got to go to the safety meetings. So we go to the safety meetings, whatever, whatever. For the first safety meeting, because it was in Camden, they tell us, like, listen, um, we have to tell you guys uh, about the hookers. We had to actually have a hooker drug addict safety meeting <laughs> for a construction job. And I was just looking like, are y'all serious? And they was dead ass serious. They had a security guard there. And he used to be there all the time. He said he was approached by hookers. They had this one guy that they said he was stopped at a red light. And they basically like surrounded his car. And he had to, they said he literally had to throw money like out of the window <laughs> to get the fucking hookers and the drug addicts off of his car so he can get into work. So they had to have a fucking safety meeting with us. About the hookers. Then we had this one power driver that was on the job with us. And, like, we didn't have to do much work on that job. We was just, like, doing some sheets or something. So it wasn't, like, a lot of work to do. It was just, like, hoses and a bunch of bullshit. So we were working on the job. And he's tennis balls. Like, this guy's throwing all these tennis balls around. Tennis balls. Bang, bang, bang. Tennis balls. Hitting the tennis balls everywhere. And so we're like, why the fuck are you throwing them tennis balls? Where are you getting from? He's like, oh, they're all over the job site. So I'm like, why is tennis balls all over the job site? Where apparently they had these things where, you know, they jam into the ground so that they can put up like um, like fencing, like plastic fencing that they put up there around job sites to separate job sites. So they got this plastic fencing that they're using to separate job sites, and they have these things that they put in the ground that holds the plastic fencing on. Well, all of the tops of them have sharp edges. So what they did was they cut tennis balls to put them on the sharp edges. So this guy's running around a job, taking the tennis balls off of the sharp edges and throwing them around the job. I like playing with them like a little fucking kid. So once we find out that that's where they was coming from, he had to, he had to go back and find all the fucking tennis balls and put the tennis balls back onto the um the sharp edges things. I was just like, I just thought that was so funny. So then uh, we had this um, um, I was working for Berkeley downtown. Berkeley, we do like Augercast. So I'm working for Berkeley downtown and uh we had this one kid there and he was an apprentice and we had to cut um H like we had some H beams sticking out the ground and they had to be cut down so that we could do our job. So they had to be cut down. So you gotta cut an H beam <laughs> you gotta cut an H beam across like you gotta burn it with a torch and cut it down to size. So I was cutting H-beams down, and the other kid was cutting the H-beams down. Like, we were taking, like, we had to work together. He would cut one. I would clean one out. He would cut it, and then he would clean one out. I would cut it. So I would clean one out. While I'm cleaning it out, he'd be cut. He, I would clean one out. Then after I cleaned it out, he would cut it, and while he was cutting it, I would clean the next one out. Or I would cut one, and he would clean it out. We was just, we was just working in teams to get them done. So I clean one out. And um and he starts cutting it. And um so he so usually we cut one side and we cut the other side even and then we split the middle and then you know just and then you go into the middle of the beam, you split it off. So you cut one side of the beam, cut the other side of the beam, go into the middle of the beam, cut it across, knock it over. So he cuts one side, I see him, he cuts the other side, I see him, he cuts the middle, and um he tries to knock it over and it don't knock over. So I come over there. He did not cut the middle straight across. He cut the middle from one side up to the other side of the beam. So where the beam was cut on the other side, it wasn't cut. I mean, it wasn't 
The middle wasn't cut there. So he cut the middle on an angle so it wasn't cut right. So it wasn't hitting the other cut mark on the other side. So it was not actually split. So I start telling him like, yo, look, you fucked the middle up. You didn't cut it right. And I start talking to him, trying to explain to him how he fucked up. Well, this hot shot, fucking hot head fucking guy. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. If I cut that beam, I know what I'm doing. I, I, this ain't my first job. All this other shit. He started talking shit to me. So, you know what I tell him? I say, well, it ain't coming off. We shaking it. And it wouldn't come off. I already knew it wasn't going to come off. It wasn't cut right. So I'm shaking it with him. It won't come off. So now he's an apprentice. So I'm like, you must have missed the so so usually when it don't come off, you say you miss the spot, you get a torch, you burn it, you you know, you fix it, you burn it till it comes off. Well, I knew that he fucked up. So I didn't tell him that because he wouldn't want to listen. He was hot shot. So what I said is, yo, he's like, I burned it through. So I grabbed the torch and I go and I'm like, I'm gonna start burning the next one. He's like, Well, we gotta get this off. I said, Well, go get a sledgehammer. Just get a sledgehammer and hit it. You know, sometimes it just be slag on there. Get a sledgehammer and hit it. This fool decides to listen to me at that point. <laughs> he, goes, <laughs> he goes and gets a big-ass sledgehammer, right? And he comes back, and he's banging on this thing. Boom, boom, boom. Like four or five times I let him hit it before I told him to <laughs> He was banging on that thing. He was hitting it with the sledgehammer, and it was hitting hard as shit, vibrating his hands and shit, vibrating him. He and his this idiot never thought that like dude we shook it we hit it with a sledgehammer and all it's not like what you never thought like you have a torch like we have a torch I didn't understand it but he was just hitting it bang ringing himself shaking the shit out of stuff hitting that shit and I'm just like okay player so finally I just showed him what to do and he's like oh shit oh shit my bad my bad and I'm like yeah you ain't fucking with me it's your bad you ain't fucking with me. So then we had this other these other piles, and we had to um, we had to chip them. They was they was concrete piles, and they they had to be a certain height. So you, you get a you get a chipping gun and you chip them down. So I'm getting a chipping gun and I'm chipping them down. Bum 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 all day. It's hard work, but it's cool. Bum 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 bum. I'm chipping them down. So this laborer comes over to me. It's like you what company you work? You a laborer, y'all? And I'm like, no, nah, get the fuck out of here. I ain't no laborer. Like, not saying that they lower than us, but like I don't like. Listen. When black people, when 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 people automatically assume that you're the lowest person on the job, like the laborers are usually like the lowest person on a construction job. So when black people come up to me and they see me because I'm black, they gonna ask me if I'm a laborer because I'm black. So because I'm black, he's assumed the, the other black guys assume that I'm the lowest person on the job, and they don't know me. So they come up to me like you a laborer, y'all, and I'm like, no, I'm not no fucking laborer, like. I'm not. That offends me. Like, why you think I'm a laborer? If I'm a laborer and you're a laborer, I'm not. You don't know me. That means I'm not in your local. And, and if I'm a laborer and you're a laborer, how come I'm doing this with the power drivers and you over there doing that with you? So get the fuck out of here. For real, that's how I feel about it. But I'm like, nah, bro, I ain't no fucking laborer. Like, go ahead. Because then he's going to say to me, oh, you can't be chipping that pile. You're not a laborer. That's my work. So I said to him, bro, this ain't your fucking work at all. Like, this is our piles. We, you, do, you do not chip piles. So he tries to convince me that because I'm using the chipping gun, it's his piles. So I said, all right, fine. It's your work. I throw the chipping gun down. I pull out my little, my little fucking uh, <laughs> welding chipping hammer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a little chisel. And I put the little chisel in there and start banging my hammer on the little chisel. Like, I, I don't give a fuck about your little thing. 
So to finally your foreman come my foreman was like, no, you keep chipping that power till I tell you to stop. So I'm chipping the power and the labor's getting on man. He calls his labor foreman out there, whatever. And he tells me to stop. And I'm like, yo, this is our work. I'm not gonna stop chipping the power. So I pulled out that chisel and started hitting that power. They was looking at me like I was fucking crazy. But I'm like, yo, I'm not you talking about just because I'm using this thing. I'm not okay, I'm not gonna use this thing, but I'm not about to get my work up. You know what I mean? So that shit was funny. Then we had this thing, uh, so then on that same job, we had this shit called um, Shot Creek. And what you had to do was you had to um, Shot Creek the wall. You had to uh, um, take, uh, it's, it's like Shot Creek, it's like concrete, and they shoot it onto this wall, and they, and they shoot it into there, and it's like it's just like shooting grout. It's like high pressure grout. You just shoot it on, shoot it on, shoot it on, and it makes the wall. So we just shooting it on, shooting it on. You know that's what you got to do. So we had to hang these um, these screens up, and you hang the screens up, and that's how you get the shot creep. You shoot the shot screen on the green screens and shoot them into the wall. So we had to put the shot creep on this wall. So to do that, you had to like, we had to like mix the shot creep stuff up. And then it was this hose and we hook up these high pressure hoses. And then you hold the high pressure hose and you turn it on and it shoots all the shit onto the wall. So the company was working for was going to bring in a, um, what is it called? A guy that they had. They said, we got a guy, he's our shot creep guy. And he's going to come in and we're going to let him do the shot creep. So our foreman at the time was like, no, 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 no. We don't bring in no fucking shot creek guy to do our work. This is our work. We do it ourselves, blah, blah, blah. We can do the shot creek ourselves. It's like, Tyrone, you want to try the shot creek? Oh, fuck no. I don't want to try no shot creek. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to put that shit on there or whatever. I'm not going to try no shit like that. So the one guy goes, um, well, I don't think he was the foreman. I think he was the steward. I think he was just like the second in command or whatever. He's like, no, 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 fuck that. We don't need no guy to do the shot creep. I'll do the shot creep. So the first day they did, they still brought the guy in. So the guy set everything up and he was telling us how to do it. He set everything up and he told us how to do it. And so the guy's like, okay, we don't need you. We'll do it ourselves, blah, blah, blah. So he gets the fucking hose and he's got it and he's holding it and he's about to start shocking his wall. He turned that shit on. That shit started shooting out there so hard, so fast. Next thing you know, there was a pile of grout. Like shotcrete, just a pile of it just shot into the wall. And my man was on the ground, almost wrapped up in these hoses. <laughs> he was on the ground, like wrapped up in these hoses, like all fucked up. And he's screaming. He's like, ah, ah. And they take the hoses off him and we get him up. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, hey, that's why they have a shotcrete guy. And then this guy was crazy. Like, he put the holes on, he just hold it, and he starts shot and walk through it. And then it would jam up, and he would just take his hammer and bang the tip off and pop a little uh, shoot like a rock out and put the. Yo, that shit was crazy. That shit was so hard to fucking do, but I was just cracking up because the guy thought he, was the, <laughs> thought he was the shit. And I knew it. He was like, Tyrone, you want to try? Fuck no, I don't want to try no shot free shit. The shit looked crazy. And then he tried it. He got all fucked up. And they still going to ask me if I want to try. No, no, but I don't want to try that shit. But the shot crease shit was crazy good, though. It shot, he shot it all in there. He filled it up. And then we just brushed it. And it looked like a concrete. It looked good. It looked like a concrete fucking wall. But that first day, that first guy tried them hoses, bro. He got all fucked up. And so, um... I'm a divide. I didn't know that I had so many power driving stories. Like I ain't been in there that long, and I was thinking about the jobs I was doing. I didn't know. 
Dog's going to have so many stories to talk about. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to split this episode into two parts. So this is going to be um, Dangerous Dummies Part 1. And then I'm going to stop now and I'm going to say this is Dangerous Dummies Part 1. And then I'm going to start on Dangerous Dummies Part 2. So I'm about to end this episode right now. And I'm going to come back with another episode, Dangerous Dummies Part 2. So if you listen to Dangerous Dummies Part 1, you're guaranteed to have to finish and go listen to Dangerous Dummies Part 2. So I'm going to split this into two episodes. So I'll see. So, um... This is the end of Dangerous Dummies Part 1, and Dangerous Dummies Part 2 is coming right up.